forever. Dog. So weird to see the Lucasfilm on anything not Star Wars. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the weirdest thing about this movie. Is is it opens with the and not just expect. <laughs> Like that's yeah. all I want to hear. And then <laughs> also, anytime one of the planes were like starting, <laughs> it sounded like it made me think. I just thought of X wings. That's all I could think of when I could when I heard the sound. It's tricky because at first, I'm gonna say what's so funny is I didn't see that. Like I thought this movie was directed by George Lucas, and when I first started looking it up, it said directed by George Lucas and Anthony Hemingway, and I was like, wait a second, like. <laughs> I was like, at one point, I was looking at one shot like, yo, this is just a refurbished like Star Wars shot of like, uh, I don't know what the spaceships are called, but it was one shot of all like the planes lined up. And I was like, man, this is straight up computer generated. And they just swapped out whatever those like Star Wars ships are or some American <laughs> ships. This shit is all CG. They recycling. They recycling on us. But it's not directed by George Lucas. He just no. produced it, right? Yeah, but it's crazy because he directed the reshoots apparently. Oh, because oh, I was looking okay. it up last night and I saw two names, but right now I'm on IMDb and I see one name. Anthony Hemingway is the director of the movie. Like, is uh, and when the in the credits of the movie, it says it's it's directed by him. But then you know they had to do reshoots and stuff. And George Lucas was very heavily involved in got it a lot of the movie. This is a movie based on history. We don't know. Like we don't we don't study this history in school i mean like, what no, you guys learn about, when did you learn about tuskegee airmen well i knew very early on and i wish I, I didn't think about it my friend ryan his dad is in like the air force and like he's he either studied or worked with some of the um tuskegee airmen so i That's knew amazing. of them like like ninth grade so like i i didn't even think about it until i was watching it like i should have had mr jones on but um, like I've known about it for a while. It's just that I'm not sure how accurate this movie actually is when I watch it. Like this doesn't, like so I don't know. So yeah, I mean, quite... I, I was trying to look up like that. I think I, I feel like I knew about it in either in high school or at the. I mean, definitely by you know by after high school. But I, mm -hmm. I feel like high school was when I first knew about them. But I don't know now. I, I feel like it, now I'm like. Don't, didn't you? If you black, you knew about the Tuskegee Airmen, right? Like we knew about. We were just talking about everything black that happened. Um, but, yeah, but uh, but, but I was you, trying to but, look up like the history, like how much of this is accurate. And there is like a quote of. There is a quote. I haven't found. I haven't done like extensive research on this, but I've seen mm -hmm. plenty of things saying like how inaccurate the movie is. But then I so, there was a mm -hmm. quote from a Tuskegee Airman. That was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's George Lucas. It's, you know, it's Star Warsified, but mm. that's pretty much what happened. Like, they're like that was what we oh, did, really? you know. Yeah. So, I mean, again, that's just one quote, you know. It's one quote from one dude, you know. But um, mm -hmm. but I, I, can't, I can't see anything that, like, is talking about how, like, how, one, you know, like, beats, beat by beat, what happened versus what didn't. Right. And, and I don't know if... If all of these characters are invented soldiers, you know, or if, uh, or or yeah. if, or if any of them are, you know, are actually people. It's also tough. Like it's it's interesting because well, one, you know, the whole the idea of like having an historically accurate film is always a little 
you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, debatable because it's like, do you really want to have a film that is just a retelling of history? If so, why not just a documentary? Um, yeah. you, you're going to have to fictionalize it in some way. And also, the the reality is with war stories, like you just there's you never know exactly what's accurate because people always embellish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Soldiers yeah, are going to embellish. Like the winning side is always going to embre- embellish. You know, people love telling red tales. Wow. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm here for it. Honestly, I kind of felt it coming, but people but you know love what? telling red tales. You know what? I'm here for like, it. You know, I'm just saying, you know, because I'm it's like, you, you know what I mean? You got the, you got your fish stories, you know, you got your red wait, tails. Wait, no, 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 no. Time on, time on, time on, time on, time on, time on. I agree with you, but not to no goddamn fish stories, Bray. I agree to no, just... No, no, just... yeah, not fish stories. That's right. Yeah. You know, I was on your side. Why'd you... You know what I mean? I tried to help. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm just saying, oh no, when God. you're elaborate, you know, you're embellishing things, you know what I Please mean? Please stop doing this. <laughs> want to be present for this anymore <laughs> i don't know you're gonna tell your kids about this one day it's gonna be a nice red tail why do you keep going like why no one want just start the show jonathan raylock james the third drop Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. From the last plane to the last bullet to the last minute to the last man, we fight, we fight, we fight. We fight. Why didn't you let us do the? I know you didn't us. wait. You didn't. You didn't wait for us, man. Because the last time I waited for y'all, y'all ain't do shit. I mean, <laughs> we know. To wow. We know we fight. We know we fight. That's wow, easy. Wow, James. Can we pretend that? Airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars. I can't. I could really I use do remember that this song was in the movie, and I it <laughs> wait, actually makes me upset. Wait, what's what this in the scene? movie? Did they play? What's this in the? I just thought of an airplane song that could be somewhat related. Okay, is, that, do, was is this it, in the I, soundtrack? Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. <laughs> For a second, I was like, was that in the movie? There's no way. Honestly, that would be terrible. It would be so weird if they did do it. But also, like, I wouldn't put it past them. When did, the movie, when did that song come out? <laughs> did it? it don't even matter. This movie would have put it in there. I'm surprised they didn't play freaking I Believe I Can Fly in this joint. I think that song came out before this before this movie came out. Mm. This movie almost had sunshine in it. This movie just felt so commercial, it couldn't even help itself. It couldn't. <laughs> uh, wow. Lord. We haven't even gotten to... You know, oh, I'm ready for this because I'm mad. He's already going. I should have been in bed, but I watched this movie, and I should be in bed now. But I'm talking about this movie, so we're about to get my right. Okay, all right. Well, uh, before we get into that, just so you know, um, this extremely well mannered, you know, honestly, it's like delight. You know, just like when you open up a new stop. stop? You open up a new pint of ice cream and you take a little, you take a little spoonful and you you put it in your mouth for the first time. That's what this voice sounds like, and that's the voice of Jonathan Braylock. Say you're lactose intolerant. Then what does that voice sound like? A bunch of shit. 
That was so rude. That was such a rude response to me. I listened to this nigga episode after episode say, oh, my boy sounds like this. And finally, finally, James. But everybody third. know ice cream is good, though. Ice All right. Well, the yelling voice you're hearing now, that's Gerard <laughs> Milligan. That's the passionate voice that y'all hearing. This voice is James the Third. And we are a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. And today we are reviewing the 2012 flick. <laughs> I was going to say biopic, and that was absolutely <laughs> false. Um, <laughs> the 2012 war film. Red Tails, starring, I mean, every black Truly so many. <laughs> Everybody's in this movie. <laughs> like, where's this the is list? maybe my ideal yeah. cast of people. Like, I want, I want yeah. to see this same group of people do every black historical, historical yeah, film. Yeah, it's crazy. You got Nate Parker, you got David Oyelowo, you got Neo. Yeah. You got, you got Cuba Gooding Jr., Tristan Wiles. Leslie Odom Jr., Michael B. Jordan, Elijah Kelly. Elijah Kelly's really good. Elijah um, Key. Oh man, I love him. He's a great actor. Was it Marcus T. Pollock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leslie Odom Jr. You already said that. Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. You already mm-hmm. said that, right? Method yeah, Man. Yeah. Oh, right. Method Man. H O D. Man. Oh, no, wait, in and Method this. Man with the like. It's like truly. It, it is one of those films where you're like. Why did they like, man, I guess everybody just thought that this was going to be huge because people be agreeing to some really small roles. <laughs> where, Where is the dude who was uh, Andre? There we go. Andre Royo, the dude from The Wire, the dude from The Wire. He was the other mechanic. Um, yes. oh, yeah, there's oh, two man. dudes from The Wire. Uh, who's the other? But dude? yes, oh, he's oh, the oh, Michael B. He's he's the one who. Yeah. Uh, Andre is, is his name. He's the one yeah. who plays. um. Well, actually, there's three dudes from The Wire. Wow, you just... Yes. Oh, who's the other? Um, it's the... Uh, hold on. I'm going to find his I've name. I've seen this dude on stage also, Andre Royo. I've seen him on stage. He's great. Kevin Phillips? Is that the guy? No, yeah. Tristan. Tristan. Oh, yeah, Tristan. Oh, Tristan was. Is it mm-hmm. bad I know Tristan from 90210? <laughs> the reboot? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not bad. Haven't you famously never seen The Wire? I mean, I be wanting to watch it. I just now like <laughs> entertainment that makes me happy. I also famously have never seen The Wire. I don't know how famous I am for that. No, scene, it's, you're not. But that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I famously have never seen. Oh, he famously has, though, being from D.C. and like you exactly. Know, there's a lot of crossover there. One might expect. I understand. You don't need to explain it, but no. I just was trying to figure out why I wasn't famous for it. And yeah, this film is about the journeys, the the lives of uh, the 332nd Infantry uh, Air Airmen, uh, also fighter group, also known as the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. Okay. What did it make box office? It made fifty off a of fifty-eight million dollar fifty-eight budget. million dollar budget, and it made fifty million mm-hmm. worldwide. What the international box office four hundred eighty-nine thousand dollars? It feels like they did they even send it out internationally? No. Okay. It was in uh, United Kingdom and Croatia. Those were the only two markets they opened. A war, a World War Two war film. 
opened in two. Other, wow, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I the, the only other thing I was able to find while I was trying to look up historical stuff is that like around this time, George Lucas was like screaming about about systemic racism in, in Hollywood because they're like, we don't know how to market movies like this, how he, he would keep getting that as a as a response whenever he was trying to, I guess, wow. either make this or what, you know, or what have you. Right. Um, and like, yeah. and then hearing they only <laughs> opened into <laughs> markets o- overseas. It's just like, what? Like, you didn't even yeah. try. You didn't even want, you didn't even think this would do anything. I don't know. It has a 40% uh, in Rotten Tomatoes, 58% audience score. Yes. Oh, both, both of those mm. are rotten. Um, <laughs> They yeah, to say it like that. Both well, they are, are though. They are right. You know, yeah. they're not. They're okay. not fresh. Okay. What's well, certified fresh? 60? Sixty or more? Yeah, sixty. Okay. All right. Initial thoughts. Man, I just didn't like this movie, man. Like, I just wish I didn't watch it. Like, I, I like everybody in it. I like. I really like the idea of the Tuskegee Airmen, but also like I didn't want to see David run around with some white woman the whole time. Like, I just didn't, like, the special effects look really bad. Then we had to keep cutting back to him running around with this white woman the whole time. And I was like, really, out of every relationship you're going to show, you're going to show this black dude who's a rebel with this white woman. And I'm like, is this really necessary? Is this person real? I had to look it up. I'm not sure if this story and love story is real, but I'm going to keep continuing looking it up. I was like, oh, the pacing is really off. I'm really bored. Also, I'm not going to lie. I can't watch movies on my laptop anymore because I realized if the movie's really bad, I'm going to fast forward 15 seconds, see if I miss something, then go back and be like, oh, I really hate this movie. Honestly, six minutes into this movie, Six. I, I think I texted y'all at the six minute mark. I was like, I don't want to watch this movie. Like the character yeah, development. I, didn't, I actually didn't understand that when I start. I, when I finally watched it, I was like, Wait, why six minutes in? Because you know what it was. It's like when it yeah, first what a weird started. Spot to not be interested. In it literally anymore. starts because so air much battle. is going on. That's like ex- somewhat exciting. At the well, of the- well, the problem the problem I had is is I realized this is another thing. Hollywood, please listen to this. Um, if you're gonna have a movie about extraordinary black people, don't start to force five minutes of your movie with white people. I don't care. Like I'm not like I don't want to see it. I don't I don't give a fuck how or what is happening. You sh- show me a black person, and then you can cut at the six minute mark to a white person, like and the tragedy happens and when they need the black person. But like five minutes. Almost six minutes, it was just white people doing shit. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care. Okay? It's a movie called The Red Tails by the Tuskegee Airmen. And for the first five minutes, I don't see not one Tuskegee Airman. I don't see a Tuskegee Airman ship. I don't hear the mention of the Tuskegee Airmen. You know what I see? I see white folks in planes shooting at people. Right. That's how this movie started. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. That, is, okay. that is true. Everything you just said is, is accurate. A lot of movies have start with scenes with people who are not the leads of the movie. For the first five like, minutes, Bray? Yeah. Nigga, if I watch The yeah. Matrix, Neo Jurassic in Park. that motherfucker. Jurassic Neo's Park. not in the first five minutes. Neo there is a dinosaur in the beginning of Jurassic Park. No, he's Park, not. Though. The first five <laughs> minutes of the the first five minutes of the Matrix is Trinity. In, in one of the greatest action sequences of all time. <laughs> that's, not the, that's not a whole five minutes. That's not a whole five minutes. Uh, don't I feel like to. it is because, because you got, you got um, you know, the agents are there. They're, they're surrounded. And remember the cops are there and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, we got to surround it. And he's like, your men are already dead. And then it, you know, flat. And then she's, she fights. Yeah. And blah, blah. I mean, the Matrix, may be true. The Matrix ain't called Neo. This movie's called Red Tails, okay, and I don't you, see the red tails. You the one who brought up the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. 
<laughs> just switch it up. <laughs> like the like the movie Scream. Well, I guess that I guess that someone count. dies in the beginning, nigga. If you yeah, make a movie called The Hollywood Globe Trotters, you get the scream shit. You get the scream Brain. shit. At the beginning of the scream. Brain. If I mm-hmm. watch, if I watch Ray, if if a nigga's name is in the jail, it got. If right. I watch the Braylock. Uh, if I watch the John the Braylock movie and I'm showing somebody, if I show your cousin Tito for five minutes, like who the fuck is this movie about? Is it about Braylock? Who's about this nigga Tito? Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. that's it. All I'm right. done. That's your. Next <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't like it. Tarot is actually done. He's. he's... I feel bad. <laughs> I uh, famously like war movies. Um... Famously, wow! Everybody's famous for something today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Braylock's on his Z-Way. He's getting all these these <laughs> legendary words. <laughs> and um, yeah, and you know, this is a war movie. So I will say that just because of the genre, I do I did I enjoyed it. Um, but it definitely I can understand why it didn't do well at the box office. And to be to be fair, that opening sequence was bad. Cause it it wasn't I don't even care about the fact that it was just all white people. It was just like it was so hard to follow the action. It was like, what's happening? Like, and and it was also just a weird. I don't know. It's like we know so much about World War II. We know mm-hmm. so much about its history. Like showing us a couple of bombers getting shot down and try and like, I guess I. It just like the the weight of that isn't there. Like I I just know that that's not. Like, uh oh, you know, if these bombers aren't getting, if these bombers don't get, sh- get getting shot down, we're gonna lose the war. It's like, no, we're not. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> it's just. Like, it's I just realized um, the Last Jedi started exactly like this movie did. The Last Jedi. Wh- which one was that? The se- the 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 one with. Oh, the one everyone loves. That's the, that's the one people like. That's the one everybody loves. Starts that's exactly like this when he gets frozen. Or um. Hmm. When like he gets like Han gets you know nah brother <laughs> this is I'm talking about I'm talking about episode um eight this is like Wait. the most recent the the second to last one that that, <laughs> that was called up. the last Jedi I thought that was called oh honestly man I tell you this for George Lucas to love black people because I know he do he had a black wife his movies don't be doing black people justice you're right. That's all. Look, you know, uh, they better <laughs> give they better give my man uh, Finn a TV show on Disney Plus to make up for that movie they put him in. You know what I'm saying? Look, I he, this is what I wanted to say that this movie has a great cast and they're doing things. They really are pulling this movie along, and uh, there are some fun action sequences out, like outside of the beginning of the movie. Like there are certain action sequences later on where I was like, I was like, oh, this is like not bad. Like it, it's tough. It's tough to do airplane fights. You know, um, they're like mm. they're sometimes not that interesting. Um, but this movie do, does, I thought, did a decent job of it. I don't know. I I don't like the screenplay that much, and I don't think I like the directing that much. I don't know. It felt like one of these films where it. You just wanted it to be so much more, and it and it and it and instead it was just kind of like decent, you know. But I I, yeah. I enjoyed it. All right, look. Uh oh, what you gonna say, then? You on the you 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 can go either way now. I never, I never wanted to see this movie. Never. 
I would have been never? perfectly happy going to my deathbed having never seen Red Tails. I remember oh these, God. the trailers for this movie, and I remember just being like, what the hell? What is this CGI? Why are the planes moving like that? I, and then this is, this movie, we brought this movie up twice, right? We brought this movie up twice. We were going to watch it uh, last week. I said no. Then... <laughs> Then somehow it became the movie we were watching today. <laughs> I don't remember deciding this. <laughs> and I need y'all to understand, this is my favorite fucking movie. I loved it. I had a great wow. time. I wow. had a great time. This movie, I couldn't believe it. I loved every. I loved everything. I, I couldn't believe that I loved. And I hate war movies. And y'all know that I hate war movies. This wasn't I, a war movie. I yeah, James it. famously hates war movies. This wasn't Thank a you. war movie. Fame. Okay, but this I, was a cartoon. I, I, the, the first thing that I enjoyed was. There were only a couple planes moving super fast and like being weird, you know, like most of the planes moved slow as hell. And you just sat <laughs> in there with the pilots right. while they were like dealing with just bullets. flying through. <laughs> All, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that I was tricked by bad trailers like tr like bad trailers. Maybe. <laughs> I think those were honest trailers, James. I know I think, no, I think, they, were, I think they were bad trailers. And I think I, I, I think honest trailers. trailers about what's bad about the movie. Well, what people don't like about the movie that I fully get. Like I've, I'm where Bray is like, I get why people don't like it. But like an honest trailer about what's bad about this movie is like you know, we see them like pontificating about like what it means to be black in the world, like all of that, <laughs> like this, how slow the rest of the movie is. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about bad stuff because I, I really had a great time felt for every character. Oh, I felt God. for every character. I would have switched Terrence Howard and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. Jr. I, Cuba yeah. has one well, speech. Cuba has one speech in this movie and it's at the beginning of the movie. And, I felt so many emotions. He's looking out at everyone and he's and he's like, we're gonna be the best goddamn whatever it is that he's saying. And oh, it's it was the, it was the greatest thing I had ever heard anyone say. And then Terrence Howard at the end has a speech, and I was like, man, I ain't trying to hear <laughs> I'm not trying to hear Terrence Howard deliver this speech. Anyway. Wait, are you serious? I am I am very serious. I would have I would Oh man, I I like Terrence Howard way more. Did you love that speech? Yeah, yeah. I liked his speeches way more. Cuba Gooding Jr., I was like, what is going on? Oh man, Cuba Gooding Jr. was acting his ass off. Oh really? <laughs> Maybe I I'm like biased. It. Maybe I just love Cuba Gooding Jr. and just wish he was doing more shit. Did you like both, Jarrah? I or did you? I the only person I liked in this movie was Nate Parker. Wow. I thought Nate Parker was acting his ass off. You didn't what? like Elijah Kelly? You didn't like Oh, I do I didn't guess I like I like, I think is I genuinely like, so I do like Elijah Kelly, but I just think he's really good and deserves way more than he's gotten. Like, I just think he's very talented. Um, mm -hmm. I thought David Ayello was miscast. I was like, why? He was he miscast, but I, I will say this though. If we hadn't seen him in all this other things, I feel like you would see this movie and he doesn't necessarily look the part, but he acted it well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he did, he acted it well. And, but I think we're like, we're also like, we know who he is. So now it's hard to watch this movie and be like, wait, why did they cast him? I mean, this movie felt like, it felt like, you know what it was? It was nice seeing all these black actors in this movie, but it also made me sad. Like, this was the movie that got them together. Like, even Method Man doing some weird accent, Neo doing whatever the fuck weird. Neo was doing. 
I was like, I actually I, liked what Neo was doing. Yeah, I, I was like, Neo if too. he don't shut, <laughs> D I like Neo too. And it oh worked. It worked when he sang the um, when he sang the the Red Hot song. That's when it, it it all came together when he when he sang that <laughs> like what he was doing before it was like okay all right that's a choice then he sang the song yeah. and it was like oh hell yeah <laughs> it, it all melded together in a very beautiful way I liked Leslie Odom <sighs> Jr. in this yes. movie and I wanted more of him and I was and a part of me was like did his character disappear he yeah. never flew a ship yeah. Louis they talking about we want to get in the air. Like nigga, then what happened to Mike? Did Michael B? I saw Michael B in a in a in, a, in an air suit. Michael B died. He died. Yeah, he died. Okay, I wasn't sure who died because I was like, did Leslie Odom Jr. die? I couldn't remember. No. Well, who died? Well, there was only well I two know deaths, the, right? Michael B. Died? We only see two deaths. Michael B. died. Michael B. died, and um, he was the one who got shot down. He was the one who got shot fight. down in the final battle, and then and then David Oyelowo. Those are the only two, right? Well, no, 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 no. The guy that the guy that got shot up. And then, and then, like, and then his plane exploded. No, 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 no. He did. He didn't. The one that landed in. in oh, you're right. You're right. He didn't die. He didn't he just die. Got, like, he didn't 60% die. Percent burns. Yeah. 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 He didn't die. Only two people died in this movie. That's this is another reason why. Right. I, right. Right. I, I okay. liked it. Okay. Let's get <laughs> into. It wasn't a war movie deaths. where all of my there's friends two died. Fake, there's two. Two things where it looks like they're gonna they're dead, but then they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's well, before we get into this, I gotta say this over. Okay. I genuinely think I have a problem with these commercial glossy movies Absolutely. about like famous black folk that I feel like lifetime TV them. Like this watching Absolutely. this movie, I felt like I was watching Hidden Figures and I was waiting for some pop music to play and I was like, "Oh shit, here it comes." And Absolutely. I was like, "Why why I I, I don't need it to be so what I want to say is I don't need this movie to be heavy, but this movie mainly took place during the day on green screen. It was overly bright, overly poppy, and it was like the weight of things that was supposed to happen. Like, even dealing with Nate Parker's, like, his character's, like, alcoholism is like, we can't, we got to it at the very yeah, end, but then yeah. we didn't really establish where <laughs> so, it came from. It was very basic. It was like, were just like he, now he's his drinking. character flaw is a, he has a drinking problem, <laughs> and we see him drink, and it's like, and it's one of those things where it's like, they tell you it, we never actually see him drunk. We just it, see him like take a couple of swigs of alcohol and we know because the music is playing that yeah. that's a bad thing. And but I'm like there's a part of me that was like is he the only person drinking? Yeah. I feel like if you're fighting in World War II, you're going to be drinking some alcohol. Yeah. yeah, like literally I'm like and he's yeah, I was like and wait He's like, you did this. I was like, what did he do? He took one sip. He wasn't slurring his words. He wasn't like, <laughs> like I thought he was doing a damn good job. Well, we saw him. We saw him took one sip, but David knew he was drinking when he got close to him. So he's his right, breath still he smelled he like smelled so alcohol. He yeah, drank more he than take a sip. One sip of, I don't drink like that. We if saw I take a him sip do one alcohol, sip, but his breath a, smelled. The, the problem like, is <laughs> they didn't show him ever have impair. <laughs> judgment because yeah, he was drunk literally or never. do anything that seemed like a drunk a, a drunk would do this it was just told to us constantly and then and all we saw was him tr- take sips of alcohol and that's it yeah yeah i thought in the scene when after after spoiler david uh david yellow dies after he dies and there's that whole moment of like him sort of spiraling i thought he was gonna pull we always a- forget to tell people that this is Higher podcast is a spoiler. This movie came out in 2012, and nobody saw when it. When we when you say a spoiler <laughs> at the top of the movie, we always say it's a spoiler if we talk about it right. before we get to it, don't we? Got it. That's what we do. 
I thought he was gonna pull out. I thought he was gonna pull out a, a flask there, like in the, you know, it seemed like that's what they were trying to deal with. Like, oh, his emotions are too much. You know, he's not, he's not cut out for this. You know, but he didn't. Right. Well, let's just start. Let's start with this opener. We oh, I, do we have? To I do break. think it's. I I do think it's bad. I agree. Well, but this was a thing that I read uh, about the opening that like they were i know that it didn't it did it had no weight when you when you saw it brain also had no weight for me either like it, it it's a thing that like has weight once you learn what the airmen go on to do you're like oh all the bombers are getting shot down they need someone to you know but um i was reading that they were like you need to understand that like all of the bombers were really getting shot shot down. Like they really just were. Like none of the like the bombers weren't making it to their destinations. It was a huge problem. And then had it not been for the Tuskegee Airmen, like we would have lost the number of, of bombers that were lost once the airmen started went down by half. Like it was like they were able to like they were able to increase, you know, get, get help more bombers get to their to their destinations. Right. Um, in a, in a, a significant by a significant margin, so like that's why that's there. I but to Duran's point, it is like it is sort of talent. It starts the movie from another perspective. Like this is the white perspective, you know. Like it's like, <laughs> but also I didn't get that heaviness of the bombers either. It's like we heard it in the middle of the movie, but like I we didn't know what the fuck was happening. It was no context. It was like. And also because we had that guy talk about how bad the bombers have been getting and like how they've been getting blown up, we didn't get that until towards the end of the movie. It's like we could have started <laughs> yeah. with them since we're going to get that information. This movie was two hours and ten minutes, yo. Like we found that information out almost at an hour mark, <laughs> right? <laughs> or after. And it's, it it just was one of those things where it it was so unnecessary. Like we don't it does it it doesn't translate it, that didn't weight didn't carry over. It was confusing as hell. I literally didn't know who was getting shot at certain times. I was like, are we supposed to follow this at all? Like it was because, you know, it's just a bunch of and look, I feel this. And this is I don't know if this is racist or not. But like when there is a bunch of white people in a war movie, I can never tell them apart. And I, this is true. Oh, for, it's one of the reasons Dunkirk, you know, Dunkirk was so confusing to me because I was like, I don't know who's who. I don't know who's dying. I can't follow these people. You know? like, and so the be- opening of this movie was like my nightmare because I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. People mm. are getting shot. I don't know if it's Germans getting shot or if it's Americans getting shot. I actually can't tell. And also the red text was weird. Yo, it looked cheap, right? Didn't it looked look cheap? so cheap. So here was my thing that was weird about it. I was already turned. I was turned off by the Lucas. The Lucasfilm sign coming yeah. up was like weird. That, yeah. But then yeah. when everything was like, like block letters, like it. Oh wait, okay. I I gotta say, I hated this. This is the this is something I hated about the movie. The the first block letters come up and they're like inspired by a true story, and then the first words we see after inspired by a true story. Yes, there's a quotation here, but it's. Blacks are inferior. <laughs> That's the first thing. That yeah, comes. I was like, why? Inspired by a true story. Blacks are inferior. Like, it's like, hold on. Yo, I saw that quote and I was like, why did you feel the need to put this quote in here, man? <laughs> yeah, like, they should have started with who the thought. quote was by. Or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't just, and it was just the words isolated. Blacks are inferior. And then everything else came in slow afterwards. I couldn't believe it. 
but th- I didn't like that. But then after this, I started getting into it. And then I liked the text. It started feeling very like Lucasfilmy kind of like text coming up. It, it felt like it was trying to be Lucasfilmy, but it was like it, it just didn't work. I don't know. It wasn't because it wasn't over a freaking dark you scroll. know, space yeah. scroll. Like it was like yeah. on the air, like this, this weird, cheap red <laughs> text. And I was just like, what? And then also, again, the, yeah, there's no way. Honestly, the next scene is also an action scene. And it's them like just kind of very casually flying overhead. I guess that's what oh, they're yeah. also trying to do is like show yeah. like and they have like a boring mission, but that was effect- the, that was know. effective. Like I didn't get the weight of the bombers. I didn't get that, but cutting from like the active war zone to like to them just kind of like, hey, I think that's a truck. Guess we better shoot it. Like <laughs> they're just yeah. like flying around trying to find stuff to do and like yo them being super anxious for for more action you know that i that worked the juxtaposition of that worked yeah i'm not gonna lie to y'all i was done with the movie by that scene like literally that is this is the six minute mark like literally i was like once we got there and they started talking i was like all right cool and then when it's like oh man that is this the train scene it's like oh yeah yeah train could train be, it could be like cattle or it could be like guns and i was like all right cool man we're gonna do something and then, like, they just shot that ship up. I mean, that 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 train up, and I was like, "Cool, <laughs> what? <laughs> what?" <laughs> I liked this because it was setting up. It was setting up the dynamics, right? It was setting up that. It was setting up that lightning. You know, was uh was a thrill seeker, and like, you know, trying yeah, to do all kinds of crazy scene. shit. And like, and honestly, like. This is the stuff that wasn't a. I don't think this is effective to y'all, but this was very effective to me. The bullets just knocking out the glass and like <laughs> just the way that that was presented. I've never seen that before in something. Maybe yeah, I don't watch scary. enough stuff, but like it felt. I felt like I was in the war in a way that like I don't. I don't know. It was digestible to me. You know, I could. I could. I. I could watch it. But it was like, I still felt like I was there. I don't know. I loved that. Right. I, loved I felt like I was, uh, man, I'd say this. This movie made me want to go watch Top Gun. That's what it did. Oh, it, God. See, see, no. Top Gun is so boring. Top Gun is such an overrated film. <laughs> I don't think it's entertaining. But the thing about, I think the biggest problem I had with this movie is the physical flying. Because none of it looked real. And the thing is, again, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan like that. So like I know people are probably more adjusted mm-hmm. to seeing like cartoon ships and stuff. But even when I watch like Mandalorian, I'm like, all right. Well, Star Wars, it's most it was models. Yeah. Uh, that 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 is a problem of latter day Lucas. <laughs> like he like he was like, I love CGI and just made everything CGI, which was which mm-hmm. was a big turnoff. But there was something about I don't know. They whenever they would go into the cab it 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 didn't feel as glossy as I know the I movie know, to be. Yeah, the CGI didn't bother me that much. I, 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 I couldn't I couldn't get away from like the coloring, the background, and like it. You know what it was? It I have this is the thing I will say. It's like yeah, I've seen Mandalorian. I actually like some how some of the stuff goes. It's like I at no point could not notice that they were just probably sitting on a green screen with like a thing over time like nothing f- right. felt real and i was like and i know of course they're not flying but like it didn't even feel like they were in a simulator at one point it just felt everything felt so fake and it felt like even at certain points they were acting like it was 
Like, at certain points, I was like, oh, they're acting like what's happening. I think, like, Tristan Wilde was looking in a different direction. I was like, I cannot handle this. Um, but, man, I was just being nitpicky. I, I just couldn't. It, I don't know, man. But I'm happy y'all A lot of people it. didn't like this movie. I don't think it's just that you're being. But I'm happy <laughs> y'all like it, though. I'm happy, like, because well, I don't want to crap on it. It's just. Yeah, that, that part of it didn't bother me. It was more just the. It was like, there's a part of me that was like, oh, we're starting with them, like, already here, like. It took a while to get who these people were. Like the the character development was very slow and not great. Like that, that was my problem. Was that like it was very generic? Like all right, lightning's lightning is you know uh, the daredevil who doesn't follow orders. And Nate Parker does follow orders, but he drinks. And then we have the dude who prays to Black yeah. Jesus, and then yeah. we have. You know, Neo, who's just like talks weird. And then like, uh, <laughs> and then like Michael B. Jordan is the newbie, you know, and Leslie Odom Jr. is the one who's going to speak up in the mission, like uh, when they're getting the, like their mission and be like, we, how can we never fly a plane? And then it was just like, that was that. But then I was like, I liked everyone and the actors brought, I think all the actors brought something to it. So I did care about the characters to so like James's earlier point. But none of them had like a storyline that I cared about because yeah, no. like they, we don't know anything about any of them. Like we don't know really the only person any of their his backstory. We only got a little bit of Nate Parker's backstory because of his dad. He was like, "Yeah, what are you going to do? My dad wants me to be a lawyer because he's a lawyer, so I guess right. I'm going to do that." And then we saw David risk everything for this white lady. So. How well, are you gonna have this movie? That is a terrible deal? characterization like, of what happened. Have he doesn't risk movie. anything for the white lady. That, yeah, that he actually does it. He doesn't. He does everything. Look, man, he goes into the city. He goes into the city every time. He goes into the house. That happens in that happens in times of war. Like in times of war, by yourself, Italy. By yourself, they're not in a racist America. They're in Italy. But by yourself, yeah. If you're Yes. Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> yes. I don't know if I'm in unknown territory. I you bringing your mans to, while you go to be with your girl? You bring, you just... Hey, this nigga, hey, this nigga bro, flew hey, bro, over... I'm about to go... This nigga <laughs> flew over a house. And it... Yo, first off, this is my thing. And this oh, is my yeah, big yeah. thing. I had to look it up. And I'm like, I don't know who his character is actually based on. But I'm like, I, I think I strongly have a problem with these bubblegum pop black movies like this um, <laughs> that always have to find a way to like... Like, there has to be a good white person in each one of these movies. Like, whether they help the black people, whether they're, like, speaking up for them, whether it's, like, a white lady, like, showing the black person love. I'm like, it just... there It wasn't a need... To me, unless this person is real and based on someone we can look up, there was no need for this. Like, that time well, would have been better spent showing the bond build between, like, him and Nate. Or, like, maybe Nate's alcoholism, so we can focus on that. Or, like, why... Lightning, did Lightning have a family? Like, why is he so gung-ho? Like, what's up with some of the other black folk? Like, I... They, he went back too many times for me, man. Like, why? Uh, so, I will uh, say that the actual relationship was tough because, like, they didn't speak each another language. And it was, it, it was, like, it was weird to have, like, the second character have this romantic relationship build, like... Yeah. Um, and then they, you know? But, like, that said, I mean... Look, there a hundred percent. There were black soldiers over in Europe, 
And some of those black sh- soldiers definitely had some relationships with the women over there. Like that, of course that happened. You know, it's not based on a particular person, but it, it is a thing that happened. And it's like, it's literally like the only woman in this film. Yeah. <laughs> and they know? give it to him because he's going to die. Like they give it to him right. so that you can be sad when he, so that and you can I, have and a, a, and it a works. Yeah. For me, did. I was sad. It made me a little, made it a little sadder. It did. Jarrah hates this. You know. <laughs> it's funny Jarrah oh, hates man. this. He's the one who started the swirl and is mad well, you know about a swirl. Well, you know what it is? I just don't like, I, it is more so not about like the swirl. It's like, I, and when it comes to this movie, these movies about like important black figures, figures we don't hear about a lot, like again, Tuskegee Airmen are very important. Like, you know, even they even touch on like the Tuskegee exper- experiment and like how to even label this, that. Um, here's how they got their name. And it's like, there was, there was so much ground to cover. And I feel like we didn't, we didn't talk about these men a yeah. lot. Even, mm-hmm. even, even if we had to talk about like, maybe not eight of them, like they were trying to, maybe we just had to talk about like three or four. And I do think there's more to humanize black people by showing this black dude falling in love with a, like showing this black dude who people think are like off the rails, humanizing him by like having him date this white lady. I think he could have been humanized by showing how much he cared about his friends. Like how, how they hinted at literally like towards the end of the movie. It's like, we didn't get that built for the whole, it, it felt like lost things. And it's not just this movie. A lot of these bubblegum historical black movies do this. It's not, it's not just them. So I don't want to make it like it's red tails. All of them shits do that. And I don't understand why, we can't live in the world we live in where it's like, yo, you know, yeah, maybe they was hooking up with this white girl, but we ain't got to focus on that. That ain't got to be the main story. And maybe there isn't a nice white person in this movie. Like, I think that's why, like, Judas was so refreshing because it's like, yeah, at this time period, there wasn't a nice white person helping these niggas. They actually were trying to take them down. You know what I'm saying? That was what was happening. And it's like, it feels so fake. It feels so fake. And it feels so like, I don't know who this movie's for because it ain't for us. I don't, did y'all learn more stuff about the Tuskegee Airmen? Did y'all like? A little bit, I guess. It it being something that I just know existed, knowing that the Tuskegee Airmen existed, like my understanding of like that their thing <laughs> was that they were, you know, they were, the thing about the bombers thing is the thing that, that mm. I learned. Right, that last know? mission. Um, gotcha. and the like, and the, the, like the way that they flew, I don't know if that's a, 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 a way they sort of manufactured this for the, for the movie, but they, but they flew better. Like they weren't just a good unit. They like, could, they actually could do it better. <laughs> and like, people didn't realize that. I don't know. Like sometimes seeing that stuff, you know, g- helps you to like, it kicks it up that extra notch. Just literally just seeing like, yeah, they were able to fly closer to the bombers than, than the other pilots were doing. And like, they were, they were fearless and they wanted to do, you know, I don't know, like that. I, I will say that I fully agree that this movie is sort of watered down bullet points of what happened. Like that is 1000% true. And like, Maybe that's how I like my war movies because I'm not trying to like sit in the sadness the whole time, you know. Um, um, and like, and I would have liked to have known these guys more. I would, I would agree with that. Um, but I think that that's also can be, you know, like a a problem with a lot of these movies that like, you know, they are trying to cover so much. They do want us to sort of get to get to have a feeling for the team, the unit. 
you know, we're not going to sit with just a few, a few guys. We're going to try to, to, to get a sense of more people. Like I remember when I first realized Michael B was in the movie, it was way later than I think he was first. <laughs> it was way later than I think he was first introduced. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Oh shit, Michael B. Jordan is in this movie, right. you know? Um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't disagree with with um, with your assessment of it, you know. So when I say there are these things that I liked about it, it's not to say that like what you're saying is untrue of it. But like I don't know, like I I it also didn't feel it didn't feel to me with this Italian woman that he's that he weds. It didn't feel to me like it was, even though he does go to her so many times, and almost every time we see him not in a plane, it is with with her to me his thing mm. felt like his what he was trying to do with the war and this relationship was what he was trying to set up for after you know um but but the thing that i latched on to the most was like was his maverick sensibilities was his like reckless behavior kind of stuff that mm. that that took that took precedent to me over over the other thing I get that. I, I liked having a cocky dude. I just felt it just felt like it felt forcing Yeah, Maybe Brady's right. Maybe because like I'm watching this after knowing who he is, but it's like something about that just also, man, it, it, it I don't know. It was like this cast was so dope and like this is before Michael B was on to come up, you know what I'm saying? It was like they had everybody and it just feels like you know what it is? Okay, Bray, this is this is it. This is it. This is this this is this is my attempt to, to reach mm-hmm. out to Bray. This is like you're watching your favorite basketball team and they got the fucking squad. It's like, yo, these niggas this year is at least making it to the finals. But they get but they get like swept in the first round. It's like, how? How did you do it? Maybe they win one game, but it's like, how how did you what happened here? You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel like I'm shocked and I'm offended and I'm hurt for them. But I'm also like, I would have did this movie too. But then I would have been like, ah, do I talk about it? It's like, there's so many emotions in it. Like even, I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I don't know. I, I'm trying to read about like the history and what's real and what's not. It's so hard because it's like, the reality is Tuskegee Airmen is like, it's a bunch of different, it's like a yeah. huge group of people. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't, I don't know who the famous like are. Is there like a famous Tuskegee Airmen pilot? You know, Mm. it seems like. um, So I don't. It's like they have to do some sort of amalgamation of stories in a sense. It was kind of an interesting choice, and I wonder how much they debated it to not show the training to not start at the training process and to just immediately Mm. go to them like already over there, already kind of doing the thing because like yeah. That's a good point. It made like the there was no it's 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 tough, right? Like war movies are hard, especially when you're doing a part of the war that like at the end of the day is like a story, but like look, we all make meaning out of out of every battle. Um but some battles I know so, and and like they're like, "Oh, this is the battle that turned the tide or whatever." But like every battle can't be that battle. So yeah. it, it's it's like, you know, and what the Tuskegee Airmen are most famous for is like basically, uh, you know, shepherding these bomber pilots and like keeping them safe. But like, that's not inherently 
it's not a thing to necessarily build up to. You know what I mean? It's it's not D-Day. It's not even a movie like uh, 1917, where it's like that whole movie mm-hmm. is just about this, you know, one do du- two dudes who are um, sent with a message to like let like another squadron know like they're going to get ambushed and like who knows if that is like that important to the war or whatever but it's important to those people and they have yeah. one mission and that's the mission for the movie right mm-hmm. saving private ryan it's like we got to get this guy back home you know what i mean like there a lot of war movies ha- like dunkirk is like we got to get our troops from the beach back to england like they, they're given a very clear directive at the beginning of the movie and then the whole movie kind of follows that Mm. this movie doesn't have that because there is no it's like they don't start with the clear directive it's also and it's also not a movie that just follows the journey of these people because you know it's like we don't start with them in you know training and then getting to this place so it it's a weird like snapshot that doesn't story-wise it doesn't quite work and that's why they have to like string all these different elements together they had to put in some love story because it was like what else were they going to talk about i don't know (laughs) yeah no you're right you know what i mean like the i i think it i i think maybe it was a mistake to not start there because i guess like racism is like one of the main uh you know villains of the film but like oh yeah i guess it's very light. Like, yeah, like saying, that doesn't you know? feel heavy. Like, no, uh, it's, it's not. And it's, yeah. and it's, and it's done in, it is done in a hidden figures way where it's like, you know, you got Brian Cranston being like, I hope, you know, like, I still don't respect you. And he's like, sir, I don't care. And it's like, respect the uniform. That's the only thing I respect. And then that's, uh, and then that's that scene. You know what I mean? And then we don't, <laughs> we never see Brian Cranston again. And you're just like, okay. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, uh, it's like, but, why? Why? You know, it's just like these little, it's tough. It's like, they didn't follow, I feel like they didn't follow a character and they also didn't follow a story. <laughs> they like, kind of gave us a little bit of both. But there yeah. were scenes that were fun. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the cast clearly liked each other, I think. Like they had some chemistry. Yeah, I just no? wanted more. No, I, I I agree with that. I think like they generally had a lot of fun. And I think that's my my you know what it is? For a movie that had them together a lot, I don't know why it still feels like I don't know that crew. Cause they were there. Like it wasn't like you didn't have scenes with them. It was just like it felt you know what it was? It felt like they had scenes of people just like joking, but it felt like there was no real insight into like yeah. anybody. I mean, it, uh, it, it it is what that thing that 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 Bray was saying though. It is like they are they are generic, you know, they are generic characters with with like code names that like that match what's generic about them <laughs> right like like they call we call uh the religious dude wasn't that was that deacon or no that might not be true but joker is the guy who's funny and the and lightning is he's you know they their names all matched their right you know Even and it just sort of the, the guy what did the guy want to be called he was like don't call me junior anymore call me there's like lightning. I mean, it's like some yeah, get, yeah, uh, some spark plug or some shit. This motherfucker gets <laughs> spark plug. <laughs> I, I got to talk about this. Every time somebody was in danger, I felt it 
I felt it 1000%. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Every, every single time. So like when, when Junior first gets hit and he's all bloody, I'm like, oh damn, Junior's done. Junior's, (laughs) Junior's, Junior's done. No, he wasn't done. He got in a, in another plane. (laughs) It's funny. The moment he landed that plane, cause I was like, at first I was like, oh yeah, man, people about to be dying. This is crazy. This is going to be so sad. The moment he landed that plane, I was like, no one's going to die in this movie. And it's like, yeah, we got two people, but I was like, the was stakes beautiful. were gone. The moment, it was beautiful. literally, when he got, when Junior got like um, uh, captured, I was like, I remember saying out loud, I was like, he ain't gonna have a scratch on him. This sure is what enough, I, he did have scratches on him, but not okay. from them. But, not but from like, them. He, he's gonna be fine. <laughs> and I loved that. I was very thankful for that. Well, they told then us he when, was dead. Then and when then Deacon he comes was back. trying to. Oh my God. When Deacon, okay, Deacon's whole thing, that was like a what, two minute sequence of it from leaving the war to, to leaving the battle to, to the land. That whole yeah. thing was entirely too much for me. He's dizzy. The fuck, the, the, the gas is all over him. He passes out. Dude, it was stressful. It was so, I, and then he screams no as, as he I'm crashes. Gonna die. It was, yeah, I don't want to die. I'm I was not like, ready if to he's die. dead, I can't. And then, and then he was I know. Dead. And, I was I so... thought, and I thought he was dead. I was like, damn, he died. And then they were like, he's going to live. He's got 60% burns. And I was like, oh, thank God. Oh. I knew he was safe. I knew I he was, was so safe. Gr- I, was, I, I was so thankful he was alive. I don't know how you knew he was safe. The man was <laughs> well, in I'm, a I'm, fire. I'm, I don't. Legitimately. Fireball. <laughs> legitimately, once. Like, I, I'm going to be dead real. The moment Tristan Wilds landed that plane, I was like, we won't. I, I was shocked. I was like, maybe one person would die. But I was like, this yeah. isn't the type of movie. Like, yeah, it's not the movie that's going to make you point. sad. I swear to you that I, we all did. Everyone knew from the from the moment they from the moment Nate Parker said, "Hey, you know, flying is about more than fancy tricks." We knew that David Oyelowo was going to die doing some fancy trick saving Nate Parker. But they kept, but they kept, you kept <laughs> thinking he was going to die and he kept not dying. And you were just like, not dying. Oh and man, I thought he was going to die did, then. I thought he was going to die then. <laughs> yeah. But when he did, and it was so slow and it was like doing a thing and, and, and they just threw in the, like the scene before they were like, Hey, have you ever, have you ever met one of those crazy fighter jets? Well, Oh, you don't want to do that. He, uh, he died taking out, it was too much. It was too much, and it, and it, and they drug it out first. They dragged that out for so long, and I was like, yeah. I was a wreck. I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe that they got me, and I knew it was going to happen the whole movie. I knew it, it was, was gonna... sad. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I no, I agree. I agree, James. I thought it was sad. I I think um, yeah, it was just this fact that like. Because everybody was kind of like two dimensional, yeah. and there wasn't really like a a, a storyline kind of stringing us through outside of like we want to see action, and we're like not getting enough action. Which, by the way, when that dude like got half blinded, when Junior got half blinded and was like, "No, no, no, I still want to be out there," I literally was like, "Do you hate your family?" <laughs> like, cause what, dude? What? You want to fly a plane half blind? Like, how badly do you not want to go home? You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's a that's a direct <laughs> ticket home, not... isn't it? Like, it's a Truly. he should have just gone yes. home. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you don't want to go home. But also, they did say like, you know, a lot of black people were treated better overseas than 
um, America. So and I guess see, we didn't we didn't really get that, you know. We and that's the thing. There's a lot of different stuff. Like even with this relationship, it was like uh, there was no weight to any. There was no weight to any of this because. <laughs> they just didn't build it up enough. It's like we get the one thing where they go into the one of the bars and it's all the white people, all the white Americans there, and you know they're racist. And he like punches a guy, and then everybody tells him, everybody yells at him. And he's like, "You just want to fight." And it it was those again. It was I think it was more the screenplay than the end of the acting because there was there's a part of me that was like, "Okay, you're telling me he just wants to fight, but like the dude." called him the n-word and he punched him like it's pretty it makes sense why i don't know this. i don't I, I mean, <laughs> what, <are> you, <laughs> what like nobody else did that i don't it was just one of those things where i was like uh you're telling me something about this character that i i i feel like you're only telling me and you're not really showing me and i don't actually buy it um i don't know i don't know but i did like this i did like the scene it's so hard to even explain like how I enjoyed this movie, but also felt like the screenplay was very bad. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. <laughs> right? Because that, yeah. that is the thing of this movie, right? It's 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 58% audience score, 45 critics, right? And like 58 is surprising to me as someone who watched it and actually enjoyed it. But that feels high to me, right? Because I remember... Again, I would have gone to my deathbed having never seen Red Tails. I never wanted to see it. <laughs> I never wanted to see this movie. And I can't believe that I enjoyed it as much as I did. But like, yeah, the movies, it's weird like that. It's, it's weird because it probably like, there are things about it that are like super formulaic. So they're designed to make you feel a certain way, right? That's true. And, and so it's like, it, because it hits certain beats, it is enjoyable to some. Who wrote this? The guy who wrote Three Kings. This guy wrote Three Kings. Yeah, John Ridley. I never saw. He that. wrote. He. I oh, did. sorry. He did story by for. He did story by for Three Kings. He uh, wrote Undercover Brother. Co-wrote it. Oh wait, he wrote Twelve Years a Slave. And then he wound up winning Twelve Years a Slave and won a freaking yeah. But this Academy movie Award. and Aaron Magr- Magruder wrote co-wrote it. Co-wrote this. Twelve Years a Slave is. Yeah, much better screenplay than... They brought him in later. Oh, Aaron Magruder co-wrote this. Wow. And Aaron Magruder is great. Aaron Magruder is great. (laughs) Aaron Magruder is great. I also think, like, their screenplay probably got screwed with. Like, I I think the director definitely played a hand in... Because there are some things where I was like, that feels like... Feels like there was more here. Like, there's the one scene where, like, David Ayelowo... It's, like, after they kind of fought, like, David Ayelowo like comes and like sits by Nate Parker. Yeah. Like mm, on the bed. Mm. And then and then it cuts to him like proposing to his girlfriend. And I was like, wait, what, what was this bed scene? <laughs> like, or is it just showing us that they're good again? I don't know. It was like there were just some scenes that I was like, this, this stuff doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the editing was was strange at times. Yeah. The pacing was strange. Ugh. Yeah. The we didn't have like what was Nate Parker's main what was his main storyline? Was it the drinking? Yeah, man. It was he, the drinking. It was the drinking. And the fact that he was afraid he was afraid of like making the wrong decision as a as a, a leader. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But that also was very much like was 
was very much told to us. It was you know, so, everything was told to us, dude. You know, yeah, and that's my that that's thing. my ultimate like, thing about yeah. the movie is that like there is a lot of telling, very little showing, but because like because the Tuskegee Airmen are interesting, the movie was was you know and are you know right. inter- are legendary. You know, the movie hit me in a way that in a way that it probably wouldn't have hit me had I watched it in in 2012. Like I I probably would have hated it in in 2012, you know? And this is one of those, this is another one of those movies that should be better, should be bigger. That's the, that's was one of the main things I saw in a lot of the, the reviews was that was like, you know, you know, when Harriet was made, we of course chat on it because it was like this, this figure deserves a movie that matches how incredible she, she is, you know? Right. And, and my, my enjoyment of Red Tails is not because I feel like this is a movie that captures <laughs> the essence of what makes them, you know, you know uh, uh, in a, such an amazing part of American history, not just black history, but American history, right? But did I get to watch a movie about them? And did I feel some thrills? Yes. I don't think the same is true of some of these other movies that this does fall into the category of, you know, like I didn't feel any thrills with with hidden figures. I didn't feel feel any thrills with Harriet, you know, but like this, you know, and I, and and I also think that part of my enjoyment has to do with how how I w- went in expecting one thing and I got something else like this. Mm. The, the movie was not what I thought it was going to be. It it it. You know, it wasn't just gloss. It wasn't just this sort of other thing. You know, it kind of, I don't know. That That's what was surprising about it to me. Yeah, man, this, uh, man, this, uh, this movie, honestly, I wish I didn't watch it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I'm not, I'm going to be, look, we fasten stuff up. I fast forwarded a lot through this movie, man. And I still feel like that wasn't enough time. Gerard, this is why you ain't like it. You fast forwarded through it. You no, it was, no it, it was like, it was like, I was, I was very... How much did you fast... Be real. How much did you fast forward through? No, I watched... I, I'll say this. It was two hours. I definitely watched at least an hour. I definitely watched pretty much all of it. It was just certain moments I'm like, nothing's happening here. Yeah, like you're fast and forward like, and you're seeing uh, the Italian girl yeah. again and you're like, this fucking white lady. Like, you, but like, you're not uh, seeing the scene. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, I don't care. The thing is, it's like, I don't care. I don't God damn care. it, the white lady's back. <laughs> this is Gerard watching Red Tail. I'll oh, fuck the white lady's back, man. This ain't shit. Why don't I know these characters? Well, I missed a whole hour of it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't fast forward that much. But I definitely, I definitely did fast forward through when the white lady came. Um, no offense to her. I'm pretty sure she's a wonderful actress. I was just like, I just, they went back to her more than I thought they were. Um, which I guess makes sense. They were trying to make that love um, story make sense. Yeah, I, man. I, I just don't understand. It is a Disney movie, I guess, you know, at the end of the yeah. day. <laughs> like, it is on Disney+. It felt Plus. like it was PG. I'm sure it was PG-13 because of the action, but it, it, it almost felt like a PG movie, you know? It's hard because I don't understand, like, I liked Remember the Titans, and I realized Remember the Titans is one of these bubblegum Disney yes. movies, and that's all fake, right? Like none of that, all none fake, of, none of all right, right. fake. <laughs> like not all, but like Coach Boone, like major, he got fired. Like they got him out of there. Like 
like he still to this day defends himself. They like try to get him on some bullshit, like all fake, even after he did so much for them fucking whatevers. But I'm like, why was that movie enjoyable? But when I see the rest of these little shits, it's like, again, Green Book, worst movie ever made. It's like, you know, top two worst movies ever made, you know. Uh, that movie won an Oscar. You know what I mean? What's and that the movie, other one? Uh, <laughs> the other one. The other one. The other one is uh, Birth of a Nation. The, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Bray, Bray knows me very well. Bray knows me. Bray, you know me very well. That's of course what the number one worst movie is. The movie that was shown at the White House when it came out because people thought it was so good. Um, uh, so it goes. <laughs> so, yes. To yes. Be clear. It goes. Yes. <laughs> Birth of a Nation. Green Book. <laughs> and then uh-huh. Trolls Three. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> There's no, there is no Trolls Three. Oh, it's a Trolls Two. No, no, it's coming out, isn't it? No, is no, it no. Coming out? not the animated one. What's the, the live action one? Oh, Troll. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, is it okay. Troll? Whatever. Wait, what's that? Oh, Bray. When you get bored, you should watch it. Um, so those are my top three worst movies ever yeah. made. You know what I mean? I mean, Green Book is kind of put. Green Book may be number one because it is bad. It is low key offensive. It was awarded during the modern era, at least with um, Birth of a Nation. People are like, oh, we can't like this no more, even though, you know, it's still in the National Film Reserve. But like, you know, so they kind of neck and neck. Like, you know what it is? One got up to go to the bathroom first. So it's like neither one reached it, but like one got two steps extra ahead of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I meet Mahershala Ali, I got to tell him, I'm like, hey, bro, you know. He knows. Like, you know. When he won he got that his Oscar, Oscar, though. He got his Oscar, though. When he showed up with a hat on there at the Oscar. There is a Trolls 3. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, no! It's, it's, a, it's, it's fantastically horrible. I love it. It is it is a wonderful watch. Please, if you get bored, watch it. It will be more entertaining than Red Tails. I, would, I will buy you... I will help reactivate your AMC account if you watch that and tell me if it's not more entertaining than Red Tails. <laughs> I couldn't believe how slow the planes were flying because the trailers oh made it seem like I was about to see <laughs> but two well, hours of literal nonsense flying. But the planes were supposed to be slow. <laughs> but it was slow. the jets at the end. Ah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't be believe slow. it. <laughs> I mean, look, man, you know, I, I will say Hollywood does need to do one of these cool team ups for black actors. I like I I I feel like they have it for action heroes. You know, you see like, you know, the majority white cast when they get to do these kind of team up movies. I'm even like really excited for um, was it Gunshake Milkshake? What's the name of that movie? Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, like I, I like I'm excited. I just want to see a Gunpowder Milkshake. Gunpowder Milkshake. I just want to see what's the black meetup. Like what's the black elite fucking movie look like. You know what I'm saying? We got like, and I'm talking about like cross-generation. I'm talking about the movie where I'm looking at Angela Bassett in a scene with Issa Rae who's in a scene with Michael B. They're Drive. fucking... You don't write this. Huh? Come, dude, it can't... Ha- like, Drive. even if you it's like a fun, a fun movie. Man, Black I don't... Panther 2, I mean. Honestly, <laughs> Braylock, you joke, but you're right. <laughs> We're all going to Wakanda, niggas. We're all that dude got dragged before he even got announced. Good lord, internet is swift, boy. Anyway, um, y'all hear about that dude? I'm not gonna talk about him. Wait, Wait what? what? We'll talk about oh, it. what you're talking about. Okay, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. We'll talk about it. It's, it's, well, it's, look, here's my wait. thing. I'm gonna have <laughs> to do this. I feel like I'm gonna have to do this. You know, all my other bits are dead. From now on, is cool. Red Tails a good movie? Is what I'm gonna ask y'all every. <laughs> single people don't understand for the next minimum the next year and here's why i'm gonna ask is it good because i really had a great time watching this and i thought i was gonna have a miserable time 
And I also mm-hmm. can I fully agree with both <laughs> arguments that I just heard. It actually legitimately makes me question what the word good means. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, is it entertaining? I'm like, <laughs> I'm because, like yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but is it good? Is it? Is it is good? It, is it good? Should this have been made? Good. I don't know if it's good. Should it have been made? You know? And like, I mean, and I it's think on we need Disney another. Plus. Was, it's, it is on Disney Plus. And I that definitely think good. we need another movie you know, with the Red Tails moniker, you know, that is a that's about these men that like te- that tells the story, you know, with all of the gravitas that it deserves, not just, you know, pop stuff. But like, honestly, like man, it has a 58 percent. I am shocked. I know it's not fresh. I can't believe it's 58 percent. And I can't believe I enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's time for the cause. Yeah. We rate and review films not based on how much we liked it, but whether it helps the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Damn. So if the film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. And if we believe it did not help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Okay. On the count of three, ratings for the cause. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, you can't see it. <laughs> my my back <laughs> drop blocked my head. You gave it nothing, Gerard? I'll go first. I, I'll say I'll this go first. Oh, I'll go first. gave it a palm, Gerard. I'll go first. Nothing. I'll go first, I get, I get, This is my thing. And I didn't base okay. it on, I really didn't base it on whether I liked it or not. I basically don't do I think it helped these actors get other parts. And I truly don't think this was the movie that helped somebody get a part. I actually think if you were asked most of the actors if they made this movie, they would have forgotten. Like if you went up to Michael Bean, like, hey man, how was Red Tails? <laughs> no. They'd be like, what, what's that? No. I, I, no. I, I, you know it, damn it is, well they yo, remember that they did it yo, and they're upset. <laughs> low key, low key, low key, I feel like it is not a movie people are like, you know, okay, uh, whatever. I feel like we all are, are people, we live in the real world, and like sometimes you hook up with somebody and it's like, ah, damn. Is that, that, that person's on my list now. Like, shit. <laughs> like, ah, like, uh, you might, I think I, I may be a person. person to <laughs> some people. I'm about to say, I, I think some people are person. like, oh, damn, J- I, James the Third. Oh. I was like, I, I may be that person, but I feel like this movie is that movie. Like, I don't think outside of, Outside of like David, which I really don't think this helped David. I don't think this helped Nate. I don't think this helped Michael B. And the people who aren't them, this movie definitely didn't help them. I really don't. I really don't think. I, even so much so that when I think about the movie that put Michael B. on from, and, and particularly like Fruitville, the reference that Ryan Coogler gives is Friday Night Lights. That nigga wasn't like, hey, yo, man, I saw that motherfucking Red Tails. Yo, I had to put that nigga in this movie. Like, yeah. like Ava Devin, okay. wasn't like, hey, man, Martin Luther King was in Red Tails. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it helped him pay rent, which God bless, I love. I don't know. Selma came out in 2014. This movie came out in 2012. Uh, the timing's pretty close, though. And this is definitely his biggest role. He, but he, you know, but he ain't American Negro. They like the non-American Negroes. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like almost. I'm about to start. I'm working what? on my British accent now. 
I'm about to start talking. Okay. I'm about to come on this podcast and yeah. get a whole there different. There are a lot of yeah. British black actors. Hey, yeah, it's hey. not going to work the other way. <laughs> nah, watch. What? Watch. Yeah, I remember when that when that one thirty-something uh, year old white lady swindled everybody because she thought they were like she was like eighteen and she's writing mm-hmm. on them TV shows. I'm about to show up at all these okay. casting offices with a new name. Just looking. Don Cheadle had a British accent in uh, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, no, I mean I did, I, but just so you know, it wasn't because of. But I liked it. I did think, like, did I think it helped the cause in it? I mean, you guys yeah. are probably going to tell me why I did, but I just was like, I don't know. Well, I'll say I almost gave it a, I almost gave it a palm because it didn't make a lot of money. And I, and I know that, like, you know, well, I would now not thinking about Selma. That is pretty close. But it was like, I feel like Red Tails was a movie that people were trying to sweep under the rug after it came out. So, like, I almost gave it a palm for that reason. but. Because it employed so many, black, there were like extras. I was like, I know that. Like, it was like, there were just mm, mm. so many black people in this movie. Yeah, I get it. And, um, and just think about what George Lucas was saying about how, like, it was tough to make, to make the movie because people are like, how do all, how do all black movies fare overseas? You can't. How do I market this? What do I do? You know, and mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know if this movie helps the cause. But going back to what Aaron Covington said when he was on the pod, like this movie, like, is the cause. Like, someone like a George Lucas or anybody with 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 clout being like, I'm gonna make this movie with with all of these black people, and fuck how you feel. I'm making it. You know. Like that to me feels like that's why that's why I gave it uh, a fist, but I did almost yeah. give it a palm. I think this movie definitely helped the cause. I mean, look, the other thing you have to remember about Hollywood is people get their next role usually before the movie that yeah. they start in comes out. Yes, yeah, and so when people are like, "Oh, you were cast as a leading character or a supporting lead in like." a movie made by George Lucas that has a $58 million budget sounds like you're good enough to be in an art movie. You know what I mean? I give you that. I feel like it had to, I feel like it definitely helped David yellow. Well, at the very least. And then like, who knows? I don't know if it like actually helped Leslie Odom Jr. Obviously he became famous because of Hamilton, but like, it was crazy to me to see him in this movie. I was like, I was like, Oh my God, he was, (laughs) I didn't realize he was doing movies before Hamilton, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, and I think he didn't start Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton has kind of famously had a very long road, but I still don't think it, it, it wasn't this early. It was probably like 2013, 2014. Then there was just so many other people like, yeah, this probably didn't actually help Michael B. Jordan, but like, it's still another credit. Like, you know what I mean? Like Nate Parker, Nate Parker wasn't a household name yet. I mean, I mean, I guess he's, maybe he still isn't, I don't know, but I don't know. I feel like this movie helped. I think this movie helped people. It, it gave a lot of people, you know, Terrence Howard was kind of already, he already did Iron Man at that point, but. Iron Man, man. Iron Man. Iron Man. You're yeah. all our main, man. Iron Man. Every, everybody in this unit, man, is a main, man. That's why I didn't like the, that's why I couldn't, that's why I couldn't deal with the speech. Cause he was like, so why was he so casual? Why was he yeah. trying to rile everybody being that casual? Yo, Jimmy Fox is an asshole. He could ruin anybody's career. Yo, now after hearing him talk about Terrence, all I hear is Mike. Go ahead, Mike. That's all I hear. 
I'm just saying cast Cuba Gooding Jr. more. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they should have switched parts and I don't like Terrence Howard because I love Terrence Howard. I love Terrence Howard. Hustle and Flow is my shit. But just cast Cuba Gooding Jr. more, please. Put him in more stuff. That's why, big. He's, why, he's never stopped working. So why, put him man? in more big stuff. Nah, man. He good, man. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm saying radio was a long time ago. Radio was a long time ago. Oof, Let's radio. forgive actors for movies that we didn't like. Let's put Cuba <laughs> Jr. back in a movie. Wait, this is my what? new bit. What my movie? new bit at the end is I'm going to say... <laughs> Look, Cuba Jr. and more stuff. I'm having a break a, a breakdown. This movie has broken me <laughs> in so many ways. Don't you think it's so crazy that uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson was like such a huge television show <sighs> and like the person who probably got the least amount of like Why heat you doing from this? that was Why are you doing this? Cuba Gooding Jr. and he played O.J. Simpson. Because he was in jail. It wasn't about O.J. They brought, him, back to, OJ. They brought him to American Horror Story, thank Thankfully, he did the American. He did the season right after that. But then it was like, you know, but then he's probably still. But wait, but isn't he? Hold on. He's problematic now. Right. My bad. Am I, I'm out here oh, yeah, championing he is, him. He and he's like, he ain't that great. He oh, never mind. Don't cast him. Don't yeah. cast Howard problematic. I mean, yeah, but just, but 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 Cuba, like I think all these men. I think Cuba, right, well, don't cast Cuba no more because we don't fuck with him point. no more. But I'm just saying he was he good do? at what he did, though. He was like good at people job. at the club and shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. All yeah. right. Well, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at a... I saw him in New York once. Uh, at a club? At like, uh, <laughs> no, not at a... Well, it, it was like one of those like speakies. It was one of those places where they like play the piano. It was a very small mm. like bar in the Lower East. Uh, not Lower East Side, the village. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you All guys right. so much for listening. <laughs> 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 You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website uh, where you'll find links to merchandise. We got t-shirts. We got phone covers, pillows, anything you want. Uh, not anything. It's on Public, Guys, check it out. And we have a defunct Patreon where we no longer do new episodes, but we have a year's worth of episodes. So if you haven't done that, sign up. It's $5 a month. And then you can unsubscribe whenever you want. And also, if you rate us uh, five stars on iTunes. We will read your review on the air. This one is by Underwater55. I love it. Very funny. I appreciate the perspective on race in the movies. Simple and sweet. Thank you. That's really nice. Oh, I dig that. I liked that. Yeah. And uh, also, we have like a le- this thing called Letterboxd where uh, you could like, you know, just, 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 uh, Suggest movies for us to watch. And oh, we'll yeah. Help us out. List. Help us out. You know? Uh, this was on that list, I think. Yep. And uh, what else is there to say other than we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog.